Welcome to the Inclusive Education Project. I'm Vicki Brett. I'm Amanda Salohi. We're two civil rights lawyers on a mission to change the conversation about education, civil rights, and modern activism. Each week, we're going to explore new topics which are going to educate and empower others and give them a platform to enact change in education and level the playing field. Welcome back, everyone. Not really sure what day it is that we're recording this, but you will be hearing this on Tuesday. We don't really know anymore. Yeah. I think the days have just kind of blended together. I feel like we always say that around this time. I think it's there's a tinge of, of something else in the air, if you will, no pun intended. But yeah, I feel you on that. But at least we can still see each other's faces and that doesn't really change much. I know. That's good. Thank God for technology. I can't imagine not having the technology that we have now. Yeah. No, definitely. I don't know what, I guess we'd be reading more. I guess. I mean, we're in sweatpants (laughs) anyway when we go to the office on Fridays. Like, it's our admin day anyway, so it just has a different meaning now. But yeah, we get to connect with people. That's what we're so grateful about, this podcast. And we're just going to get right into it. We have Erica Salas today from Poppy Life, and she is not just a colleague, but a friend of ours that we actually met, I think, a year ago around this time. I think so, yeah. I feel like it was spring. Yeah, and we're just, we're so excited for her to come on to talk to, about Poppy Life as a great resource for families, not just in Orange County, but the Inland Empire, and continuing, and it's expanding. She'll tell you a little bit more about that. Erica, welcome to our podcast. Well, thank you both, Amanda and Vicki. I'm so excited to just kind of have some good conversation, some real conversation, and tell you guys a little bit more about Poppy Life Care. So thanks for having me. So, Erica, I remember when we got introduced, you have quite a interesting story into how you basically went from, like, this business world, like, just badass, if you will, to being that in the nonprofit world. Do you mind sharing your story a little bit with our listeners? Of course, yeah. So... You know, when I started Poppy Life Care, I was doing, you know, a lot of self-reflection and introspection and self-reflection on not only my personal life and my childhood and sort of the peaks and valleys I've personally gone through, but also my career. And I was sort of in that point in life where I wanted more purpose in my life. You know, I love business, but I sort of felt like there was a void and just part of me, you know, a little bit. And so anyway, in that reflection, I had just been thinking about how I personally have struggled with, you know, anxiety and depression since I was a kid. And my family was actually going through some things at that time, too. And I was reflecting on my family, specifically my sister and my brother as well. And my sister was diagnosed with ADHD. You know, my brother, we've all kind of struggled with the same thing in different ways, you know. And I just sort of saw how it affected my whole family, my mother included. So for me, it's very personal. It's a passion project. And, you know, gleaning from some of my experience in my career, I had thought, well, you know, it would be great if there were some programs out there. And I didn't personally know of any, you know, for kids that deal with any mental health or sex disorders. And then also you know, incorporating alternative care solutions with traditional medicine. So it's sort of been an evolution of my personal life and career, you know, married into one. So that's a little bit of background there. 
And that's where innovation comes from, right? Like obviously our personal experiences and then whatever talents that we can bring to it. I mean, I'm in and I never thought we would have a podcast as attorneys. Like yeah. if you would have come up to us 10 years ago and been like, you guys will have a podcast. I'd be like, oh, okay, what's a podcast? So, I mean, <laughs> I definitely... I so much admire, you know, you being able to share your story and really be able to relate to the families that you're helping on a real level. Yeah, I think any, you know, the why behind, you know, anything you do obviously perpetuates, I think, not only passion, but then like your ability to keep going, right? The grit behind it all. And I really care, you know, I truly care. And so that's why, you know, it's, as much as I give to Poppy Life Care or my, our contribution to, you know, our community and society, it honestly gives just as much to me. It's very healing. You know what I mean? It heals me every day, <laughs> frankly. Well, I mean, you know, it so. shows how much you care just from, you know, the oh, way that you approach your business and your business model and, you know, the fact that you have so many amazing volunteers, like, you don't just get volunteers just by throwing an idea out there. Like it comes from the top. Absolutely. Like, you get volunteers from someone who shows their passion and people are like, I want to work with them. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I do have fantastic volunteers. <laughs> I mean, we have grown so much and it's, that's another thing dude. I love that you brought that up because coming from the business world, you know, let's just be real here, you know, it's challenging. It challenges your moral compasses and challenges yeah. your everything. You know, it can be very greedy. It can be very, all those things, right? So what's been so cool to see, you know, re-entering into the nonprofit world and specifically working with volunteers is that it's just to give out of their, the goodness, <laughs> their hearts, you know, that's one of the reasons why. And it's just really, really cool to see just that like human connection, that humanity, you know, it's revitalizing and it's, I'm super thankful, you know, so mm-hmm. I love it. So why don't you kind of walk through Poppy Life's resources and how families can connect with you? Yeah, so Poppy Life Care, you know, right now we're doing a whole bunch of different things, as you guys know, and hopefully mm-hmm. doing more and more with IEP also. Absolutely. And... So, you know, our model is really a multidisciplinary or interdisciplinary approach to helping families living with mental health issues or spectrum disorders. And so what that includes is things like meditation. We've got a meditation series going on. We've got our virtual yoga. Obviously, you know, right now things are a little different, you know, so thank God for the virtual tools we can use. And we've also partnered with Hoke Hospital, as you guys know, where we have Mm -hmm. our whole family yoga through that facility, the Melinda Hope Smith Center for Healthy Living. And then we've got, we're doing life coaching. So we've got some life coaching group events coming up along with some one-on-one consultations. And then we are also partnering with a group called Pure Game. And they really just support kind of activities, healthy activities for the whole family. So we're doing some interesting things, you know, and it's, again, really focusing more on alternative care. So families that are dealing with any of these types of things, you know, they have the an additional resource in the community where they can go that, you know, doesn't necessarily go to medicine first. You know, obviously sometimes medicine is, is 100% necessary, but these things work too. And I know that these things can help, you know, just based on my personal experience. So that's really why we do what we do, you know, just more resources for people and more lifestyle changes type of resources, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. That's actually where I was going to go with it. It's, it's not necessarily, you know, not that it's not necessarily, but the way that you've been able to kind of put together these different resources, Western medicine, Eastern medicine, whatever anybody wants to call it, but it's really that lifestyle that I think is the best way to describe it. You know, if you're able to kind of get kiddos to learn even to just take a deep breath when they're upset. <laughs> and that goes a yeah. long way. We've had guests in the past talk about like a very kind of limited mindfulness, right? We're not talking about any of the religious aspects having to deal with yoga or anything like that. It's really the basic tenets of the physicality of it, as well as, you know, working out your body and then working out your mind, which yeah. research has proven over and over and over that your brain, because it is plastic, can develop new pathways, right? And can reformat itself really so that you're not playing those anxious thoughts over and over and over and over. And so to me, to be able to package that for families just in total, but then specifically for children is like everything that we could have ever hoped for. (laughs) Like Amanda and I always talk about mindfulness and mental health issues, that being a big part of our practice and seeing, and actually Amanda, I never go on Facebook Messenger, but I went on today and I had seen the statistic that you had sent along to me that indicated that. So the month of March, obviously schools are closed down for the last two weeks of March. That was the first time since 2002 that there has not been a school shooting. In the month of March. Wow. In the month Ridiculous. of March. That that is even a statistic out there. Like, like it's, think about that. Wow. Right? And, and, right? Yeah. Isn't That's that true. shocking? So, you know, and Amanda and I have been very vocal in the past couple of years on this podcast, especially about the mental health aspect and, you know, the dire 100%. consequences of it. And so for you to be able to find a space, like literally find a space with so many great organizations here in Orange County. Like Amanda said, it's not just, you know, people are volunteering or giving you what it is that you need for your nonprofit just because, you know, you're cool. It's really because this idea, like you kind of brought it together. And it's not to say that other people aren't doing it, but I think you've been able to have the vehicle and you're driving it down that open road. And that's why we are so happy to be in collaboration with you. But yeah, so how can parents kind of find you? Do you have a website? Is there an email? Like what is it that they can do to kind of get more info from you? Yeah, so we have a website, www.poppylifecare.org. That's poppylifecare.org. Of course, you can email to at support at poppylifecare.org. If you go to the website, you know, that's really the best way. We have our email, our phone number, everything's really there. And like I said, we're doing a lot of different things. You know, since we've had to pivot most recently this year, we've got a lot more virtual resources. And we're rolling out a lot more webinars. And not only webinars, but some white papers, some blogs. Like I said, we're partnering with several different community organizations. So we're really, the purpose in, in Poppy Life Care is not just, I always say this, like to the volunteers too, but I'm like, this isn't for me. I mean, this is for the community. Really, it's like the community owns Poppy Life Care. So that and all of our community partners do too, you know. So it's definitely something for everyone. And that's sort of, you know, our mission and how we live by too. So. That's fantastic. And I think that, you know, for a lot of people, now is a time that kind of insight into oneself and even just the lifestyle change 
is really relevant and to be able to have those resources that are easily digestible that you know they are able to kind of and then if not there's people that you can connect them to within your organization right that are able to and I know in the past we've talked about even just like you having like nutritionists and things like that is that still something that Poppy Life is interested in kind of trying to provide one day I know you had mentioned you had a pivot but I was just thinking of all the great things that you've talked to us about and that popped in my head that is a thank you for bringing that up I can't even run in sort of fast right now so I can't even remember all the things we do sometimes <laughs> so yeah we have our nutritional program which I'm super excited about because I know I've talked to you too about this and we have a nutritionist that's working on meal plans awesome. right now along with some recipes just like easy things that not only are healthy for your body mm-hmm. But for your mind, your brain health yeah. too. And yeah. so we're offering some education around that. So we were, we're very close to, you know, having that up on the site as well. You know, as we're a 100% volunteer run, everything, you know, takes a little bit of time. But we're, yeah. I also at the same time, we're really rocking and rolling. So I'm super Yeah. Cool. Well, um, and one thing you guys have been focused on even before, you know, all this COVID-19 pandemic you know, stay at home is accessibility. Wanting to make sure that more families and more individuals can access your services. Can you talk a little bit about how you've kind of pivoted and made sure that your services are more accessible? Yeah, so due to COVID-19, you know, we've obviously, just like everybody these days, you know, we've had to stay agile, adapt to our current circumstances. And to the point I think, Vicki, you made, thank God we have, you know, technology that we can do that. And it actually opens, what I've seen is the silver lining and everything that's going on right now is that we actually have the opportunity to reach more people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. technology doesn't have boundaries. You know, it's not just focused to Orange County. It really, in the empire, it really, you know, it can go even farther. So we really tried to make everything super accessible in in that way, not only through our website, but we have, you know, newsletter and we're, we've kind of got some exclusive content that we're building as well. That is all shared digitally. And so I don't know if that answers your question, but that's... Yeah, that's absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah. I think that the general excuses that one plays in their mind, and I'm guilty of it too, is, oh, that's too far. I don't have time. Oh, I have to, you know, figure out, you know, naps, snacks, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I think that this is an opportunity and there's grace and there's forgiveness in this time that I think will last outside of this time, uh, unique time period that we're recording this in that will extend so that, you know, you're you're not going to just cut off all of your digital media that people can access. I think that no. you make it, and similar to us, that even more readily available and acceptable. I think that yeah. that is something that has kind of been thrust upon us during this time as well, is that it, it's acceptable and it's okay to not be present, right, physically, but you can be present digitally and to be yeah. able to take advantage of that, I know for a lot of our listeners that would be helpful. And sometimes it just it's so overwhelming there's so many great things I was just looking at something and I was you know I've seen a lot of these where it's like a read along this one in particular was Michelle Obama so I'm really gonna make it a point to make Blair watch this (laughs) but you know I think that you know 
just like anything, being able to have those excuses kind of melt away is something that's really useful. And for you to be able to have that technology and kind of set that up, like you said, so that you're able to access, you know, reach so many more people. I think that's going to do wonders just for your nonprofit, period. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a really good point. And I've even even said, and even through just, I mean, we're sort of in it right now, but I think as I'm even doing reflection while we're in this sort of, you know, crisis, I'm yeah. kind of like, you know, frankly, this is probably the best way that we, this is what we should have been, we should, and we should continue yeah. to do yeah. just beyond this. Because if I think about my hardest days, okay, which I've had plenty of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> hard yeah. days, right? Yeah. Where yeah. I don't want to get up, you know, and, you know, I have to focus on the three things I'm going to do in my day for myself. So I can, and the first thing normally on those types of days, the first thing I do, and I'm like, if I get this done, I'm like, yeah, I get up, make my bed. I'm like, all right, yep. <laughs> I've done yep. one thing today. Yeah. 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 Build on top of that, right? But there's a point to why I'm saying this. You know, on those hardest days, and for people dealing with any mental health, like depression, like I have, and or spectrum disorders, where it's very, you know, time consuming, and there's therapies, and it's, you know, life feels overwhelming, and it's difficult and whatever it might be feeling, frankly, it's really hard to have the motivation to want to go to a facility and do yoga, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Having it more accessible through these virtual tools is actually, I think, more appropriate anyways, because it gives people the opportunity so if they don't have the energy to get dressed, get in the car, go to the facility, do it, they still have the opportunity to do it at home. And that's all that matters. Well, and that's if... Yeah, if there's one thing we're learning from all of this is that we have such vast resources of technology at our fingertips that aren't really being used to their full potential. We are using them for Facebook and Instagram for social reasons, for entertainment. We're not using them necessarily for productivity or, you know, we even talk to, you know, people about how even just like virtual meetings just in general, how it's affecting, like it can impact your carbon footprint. It can impact your business too. And like it's caused us even like right before this happened and like especially now kind of thinking, how can we be utilizing virtual meetings to access more clients? You know, there are so many families across the state of California in rural communities that are not nearby an attorney. So for us to be able to say, I'm going to go to Ojai for an IEP meeting, there may not be an attorney that like, and I would have to charge them in order for me to drive up there because it's, it's far. But what if I could just appear on a video chat? Like, we know that these schools now have Zoom capability. Well, now, so. and I think that was the missing link, right? Where it was just like, yeah. oh, we don't know how to do it. And we'd be like, well, you could do yeah. this. And then they're like, no, we can't. It's just like Google, and at least in California, we're very lucky, you know, and, and a lot of the schools are getting upgraded. And I know that that's very controversial for some people, the Wi-Fi capability that Gavin right. Newsom had said. And I'm not belittling that. I'm seeing some of the positives, at least for us, in that it is something that will make us be able to help more families in the long run. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I yeah, no, the school, that's what we would get. Oh, no, we can't do that. And it was just like, oh, man, right, right. (laughs) And then that limits our ability, you know, as a nonprofit wanting to help more families having to say, hey, look, a year in a rural part of California, I don't have the funds in order to drive or fly up there. So you can't pay me. There's only so much I can do because we are a small nonprofit. We have 
limited resources, right? Until we become bigger, you know, if we ever get bigger, that's, you know, we do have limitations. But, you know, how easy would it for me be to say, you know what? Yeah, I can attend that IEP meeting. Just put me on a Zoom call. And, you know, I think that goes for a lot of areas in just a lot of businesses in general. And I think a lot of people are finding that. And even I've been talking to attorneys who like have been so in the old school ways, like they don't even have stuff electronic. They're realizing, oh wow, yes, we need to get on the bandwagon. We need to figure it out because technology is the wave of the future. We know that. So let's use it to our advantage. Let's not wait for a pandemic for us to utilize the capability. So I love that you guys are like fully embracing it because I think just like you said, not just now, but in the future. I mean, I'm utilizing home workouts. I mean, I have an app that I do yoga at home and you know, I'm even thinking like even once this is over, will I be going back to the typical gym memberships that I was doing or will I continue this? That's not only, you know, yeah, that's a really good question. I feel like it, there's definitely a cultural shift. Yes, um, that's exactly that. Yeah. Yeah, and they, I think it will be long-lasting in that sense, you know, and I think it's an opportunity and hopefully, you know, balances out, of course, but I think yeah. both ways are great. And I think yeah. it just offers more ways for us to stay healthy, right? So that's yoga through your app or that's yoga in person. Mindfulness, therapy, all of these things that we are able to get virtually. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I love going to a physical location to a gym. It keeps me more accountable, having the instructor there, having to physically go. And I think in many circumstances, I still would. But I mean, and this is something I don't think I've shared with the podcast or not yet. I don't know, Vicki. I don't I have, think you have. But I am pregnant and I am due in August. And yeah, I'm thinking that's... about, <laughs> yes, it's very exciting. Oh, well, kind of crazy time to be pregnant but I'm thinking about like the first couple months with baby like as much as I would love once I'm cleared to go work out I don't think I'm going to be able to you know so this is something that I think would be sustaining for me for a little while but will I maybe go back to yoga classes in person probably but you know you using a a balance like you said because there are circumstances where one is going to be better if your goal is to stay healthy there's no longer that excuse Uh, I can't get there or I don't have time with my kids. Well, it's like, Hey, your kid takes 20 minute nap. There's 20 minutes, right? Exactly. Exactly. No, and I think that's exactly right. And for Poppy Life Care, that's what we hope to, we will continue to offer both in person once we can, of course, do that (laughs) again, but then then also the virtual. And I think we will be more heavily virtual, you know, for a long time, but then, you know, the in-person is important too, because you have that little more of that human connection and the, you know, a little bit more of the face to face is nice. But- Something's definitely lost, you know, when it's virtual and yes, there are some things that will still need to be in person. We're not saying to throw, you know, the baby out with the bath water, but for your organization to be able to do the two, I think that's what makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's where it's kind of exciting for us because now we've just focused 100% on virtual and trying to, you know, offer as many things as we can through our digital channels. So it's really, I mean, in that sense, exciting and we're making a lot of great progress. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with our listeners about Poppy Life. We will have the website and the email that Erica had provided earlier in our show notes. And we hope that you all at least go on and check it out and see all the wonderful resources that Erica and her team have put together for families here in everywhere. Thank you, Erica. Here here online. Yeah, yeah, here online. Exactly, exactly. Thank you again, Erica, for taking the time to be on our podcast. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.